Swear to God, if you don't start talking, I'm gonna lose it. Welcome ah. to the jungle. It's Tiffany Pratt. I hope this is. I hope this is recording. I got some extremely sad news. Um, my my computer battery died at some point. Oh no, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. 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 Yeah. Is this a fucking joke? Oh yeah, that could be a problem. We've got lots of Zoom audio. People are gonna have to deal with it. Let the guilt flow. Guilt can be such a beautiful thing. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. You check the Googles. I disagree. Gather on the fire, friends. I'm already emotional. Oh my God, you're gonna cry. Uh, I just want to say shout out to the ladies that are listening here. I mean, Mark Duck on the water. I'm going to give Joey a panda. I'm gonna give you, Brian, hyena. Put your neck in the car and let's go. <laughs> Girl! I feel like anybody that meets you for the first time needs to experience the Tiffany Pratt hug. You're one of those, bro. <laughs> I really need a hug. I'm like, I want you guys to know, you know, under circumstances that we're in right now, I still don't care. Dreams. How is this my life? Every guys, year. can I just say something? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go uh, paint my nails with some glitter now. I got, I got health coursing through my veins. Yeah. Mark! We've never met! What's up with that, Mark? We weren't ready yet, Tip. Oh. We weren't ready yet. You are killing me. Stop <laughs> it. She's such a little nugget. That's an awkward thing to say. Officially the weirdest part of our video. You know how nice. I feel. I love you. No, no, you don't. And I love that about you. That's straight up. <laughs> love you, babe. You know Coco. Well, you don't no. know Coco, but you know Coco. Don't worry, I'll, I'll hook you up. All duck. You're all duck now. <laughs> Be in the quack house. It came to me that you, you are a parent. Parrot spear now. I know you damn well didn't see a goose though. <laughs> I respect your opinion, Brian. Mark, you weren't expecting this. Hell to the no. <laughs> oh, we are just scratching the surface. Yeah, this is exclusive. <laughs> what's what's this May calendar? It looks pretty empty. You just never know. <laughs> I just want you guys to know I'm gonna promote the shit out of this. We've been above board, and honestly, uh, we just met. But you know what? It did look like a lot of fun. It did. Let's go! We've got an amazing episode ahead of ourselves today. I hope you guys are so excited. We've got an amazing human being with us. Um, as always, though, we have our, our original Bro Laws cast. This is Dave. Hi, I'm Joey. I'm Mark. And hi, I'm Brian. Hey, Brian. And let me paint a picture. I'm going to hold you in a little bit of suspense before we introduce this uh, incredible guest. Um, I want you all right now to close your eyes and think about one of your happiest memories. Mm. Think about something yeah. that brings you joy in your life. Beyond and it. now that you're in that place, open your eyes and guess who's standing in front of you? It's Tiffany Pratt! Our first girl into the podcast. Yes! Oh, I was the first girl. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is perfect. And by the way, I was saying to Joe earlier, I've never been more excited to do a podcast in my freaking life. <laughs> 
to be here and I love you with my full heart all of you specifically the Ridge that have had me rubbing up against them in the most kind loving way nothing inappropriate <laughs> some of those hugs got a little inappropriate but that's okay that's true. <laughs> actually I was explaining to my new man friend about our jump hugs okay Dave mm, mm-hmm, how mm-hmm. we do the jump hug yeah. and uh and I'm pretty sure I do often caress Joey's beard. That's a fact. Yeah. Now, I haven't been as inappropriate with with you, Brian, at all. And There's still no. time. To be fair, There's, I think yeah. you guys have only met in person, in person like four times. Yeah, a few yeah. times. And it's only been, we've been above board. And yeah. honestly, we just met. So yeah. I, I, I... You're a classy lady like that, you know? I, I'm, I'm just trying to keep it real. <laughs> This is actual, like, real torture, though, doing this over Zoom right now because we don't get to actually be in person, and I can't give you that big, warm hug that we always get. Which means we're going to do a part two. Okay. Okay. So, shouting out to all the people listening, we're doing a part two in the studio with coffee, and we're going to do a true breakfast with the bro laws. Actually, would you decorate our podcast? Oh, Oh. because it's very like we've got it to a good place. Before it was this like green cave of mess and dust. Mm-hmm. Now we've mm-hmm. kind of cleaned it up. We've got some like white fabric on the walls. We put carpet on one wall and on the ground so that it would like <laughs> oh, help wow. absorb sound. <laughs> when it's you say it like wall. that, it doesn't sound but, well, but. <laughs> it uh it needs a Tiffany Pratt. It yeah, needs oh, uh, it needs something to liven it up for us. Yeah. Uh listen, if here's what I'm gonna bring. I already know. Oh <laughs> yep. I'm gonna bring three containers of spray mount glue. And huge okay. vats of glitter, and I'm just gonna spritz the whole thing right <laughs> The whole thing. And I'm damn gonna just throw just glitter, glitter all over it. So every single guest comes in, they're just like waping themselves off. Like they dress up with a with a with a stripper. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mark's not gonna be able to go home afterwards. Nope. <laughs> I'm okay with that at this point, to be honest with you. Yeah. Mark's had a tough time. Yeah. Mark, yeah. Mark, yeah. Mark if I, I if I can do anything, I want to get you out of the doghouse by the end of this podcast. Okay. Mm, it'd be greatly like, appreciated. Good... So <laughs> Mark today was uh laying out his deck in his backyard. Yep. And he had his spray paint out. And he was marking out where the footings are gonna go. And then Mark, what happened? Well, um, <laughs> It says on the can to shake the can vigorously throughout it does. the process. And I, I know a few things about spray paint, so I understand. Yeah. So, I mean, I was shaking. I was baking. And my wife, she was just cleaning our outdoor furniture and just got a new rug. And now there's spray paint all over the rug, and yep. it's white. <laughs> And I'm going to go over to try and cover it up. And it's, it's got frosted tips there. now. Then the spray. 
<laughs> oh no! So and this was orange spray paint, I'm assuming. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. perfect. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. All right. So Tiffany's objective is to get Mark out of the doghouse at some well, point. First thing okay. I want to do is teach you how to do a speckle spray. A speckle. So okay. It, so you make it look purposeful. Mm, okay. Um, mm-hmm. No, I'm sure. Is is your wife into uh, color? It sounds like she's into a more monochromatic scheme. Um, she's into knives, apparently. Oh. Um, <laughs> take um, you a dark turn. <laughs> yeah, okay. If okay. I know anybody that can save you, it's Tiffany. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was um, just going to say, as your first female Danny, guest. We'll see. We'll see what happens. As your first female guest, I feel it is my right to save you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's your, your God-given right. It's my God-given right to save you. <laughs> <laughs> save you. <laughs> I'm going to need it. I'm going to need it. <laughs> this right podcast now. could go on for about seven or eight hours. That would be great. You better fall asleep. Yeah. Okay. So off the top, I want to get you guys to go backwards and tell me, was this was this relationship between the three of you, was it as intense? Was it love at first sight? Was it as intense right off the bat? Uh, who do you want to start? Ooh, you go ahead, story. Tiffany. You look pretty I think she's, up. She's, yeah, she's ready to go. <laughs> Let me tell you a story. Beaver over here. Gather around the fire, friends. Gather around the fire. <laughs> you tell your side, and then I'll tell my side. Okay. So it actually it did start with Dave because Dave and I were paired does. together. Oh. Well. <laughs> <laughs> if I could lean back. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so um, <laughs> so we were paired together in that challenge for the first home to win that never made it to air. Do you remember that building yeah. challenge? Yeah. And me, we you, were, and Colin. I think it was me, yes. you, and Colin Hunter. Oh, yes. that's a good group. Yeah, that's a dream team right there. It is a dream. <laughs> the stars aligning. And we were, well, I'm trying, first of all, when we all got smacked into that two days, none of us knew each other. And you should know that I am, I don't watch television. I don't have a television. I didn't know who was on what show. I just knew I had to be somewhere at a certain time. So I get there and I'm like, okay, cool. Who are all these people? What's the point of all this? So now we're smacked into this challenge and Dave is making all these quips. And he doesn't know my sense of humor because he thinks I'm all straight up television girl. Mm-hmm. And he and I start slamming him back at each other. And I was like, <laughs> I like this guy. <laughs> I like this guy. <laughs> I like this guy. Um, and that's how it started. Is mm. it just? It was just that sort of you know how you can exchange a few words and you kind yep. of this person is my people. Yeah. And then we yep. invited her into our truck and yes. the rest was history. <laughs> oh, I remember your truck talk. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> when Home to Win first started, we got the call that we were going to be able to be a part of it. And we'd had like a casting meeting ahead of time. Um, and Tiffany was one of the people that I was most excited to meet because I had seen her creations and the stuff that she did um, on her other shows. And I loved it. And I just, I'm like, there's something different about this girl that I think we're just going to have so much fun with. So I remember meeting her there and then same thing. Like when we got paired up for that challenge, my heart fluttered. There was a flutter (laughs) of excitement and everything. And then we, and like, so home to win was this show or is this show with a bunch of different HGTV people. 
mm-hmm. and there's some really big dogs in there and there's some really small dogs in there. And when you see Tiffany Pratt standing there in this crowd of people, at that point you had your rainbow hair, you, <laughs> there was many colors in it at this point. Multicolored dress as well, I think. Yeah, but... <laughs> You, I love that you're not shy. You are very confident unless you hide it well, but you come across very confident and like just seeing that confidence and seeing who you were, it was like, all right, this is going to work. Like there's something that like creatively is going to come out of this. So we invite Tiffany into our truck. That was the moment that Joey and I got to meet. Yeah, it's true. So I just want to tell, cause just because you both, you know, shared the same story about the challenge, I'll just share <laughs> from my perspective. So there's three teams that get to uh, that exist here. Uh, two teams get to participate in the challenge. Uh, Joey's on the third team, uh, sitting on the porch alone <laughs> in the blaring sun, watching all his friends have fun. <laughs> that was that experience for me. But you know what? It did look like a lot of fun. It did. <laughs> It was, it was. Oh, I, I'm having a lot of empathy <laughs> for you right now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling sadness, but could you see the connection starting with me and Jay? Oh, 100%. And I was like, oh, it'd be super cool if I could be out there with those guys having a part of this connection. But I'll have to wait till we get Tiffany in our trap and I'll make that connection. I ran into that That's an awkward like thing to say. Was, no, well, it is actually. <laughs> if, if anyone doesn't know about truck talk with the bro laws, it yeah. was, that was. Pure that was gold. Him. It, it needs gold. to make a comeback. And it was like Pure the beginning. Like, yeah, like we were just kind of really getting into social media and stuff at that time. And we were like, maybe we should do this. But you're so nervous asking all these people, especially people that you've never met. Like, hey, yeah. do you want to come into our cube van <laughs> for a little bit? <laughs> and then we have like, this like awkward wooden chair in the middle that we made them sit in. Okay, and Tiffany so just jumps right in like, let's go, boys. Here like, we go. It was so good. <laughs> you guys you guys need to like when you have off days just drive around to like people's sites or visit yeah. people and just throw them in your truck true yeah, truck especially with our upgraded uh yeah. truck talk when we put like yeah. a couch in the back with oh. the beads yeah. and stuff oh yeah that was, the, that was our jam and you had the ukulele in there <laughs> we did <laughs> we jammed out during that uh that season of <laughs> Bro loss. Yeah, over over a bunch of seasons of Home to Win, we got to know Tiffany more and more. And I think last year was one of my favorite years. You got to work with Joey on Home to Win. I got to come in for an episode. I begged. I begged for you. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, no, 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 no. (laughs) I am a lot of woman. I need two men. I need. I don't want. I don't need. I need both. I yeah. can't. I need one on both sides. <laughs> and I love it because I, they called me in to do the episode because Rob Evans had like an emergency dental procedure. And I'm like, there's no way. Tiffany went over and clubbed him with a, with a bat. And she's like, all right, we need Dave in tomorrow. <laughs> You're sitting for a day, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> Ride the pine. <laughs> My rivalry with Rob Evans is known. And I, I, is. Like, I like straight up, and Joey has watched me rip that guy apart. And I was like, you are sick next week. <laughs> <laughs> Listen here, old man. <laughs> Listen here, crotchety. <laughs> He was like, oh, sure, I could use a day off, actually. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Put up little like, to no fight. And he's like, okay, Tiffany's so annoying, I don't want to hear her next week, so I'm out. <laughs> so 
But then as well, last year, we got to work together on an amazing project called The Color Club, which was for Pr Princess Margaret Hospital for their uh, cancer fundraiser. And Color to conquer cancer. We got to renovate this like urban downtown space with you. And that was so much fun to yeah. do. Uh, we got to do things that we would never usually get to do in renovation um, because it was for something different. It wasn't a residential space. It was a fun, vibrant pop-up shop. So getting to work with fun colors, getting to meet your team, which is incredible. Yeah. And I feel like we <laughs> formed such a deep family relationship with your entire team over the course of like a two-week project. Yeah. So we love them and we miss them. Well, they all DM'd me when they saw I was going to be doing this tonight, and they were like, <laughs> <Nice>. family! <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Yes. so cute. Joel's like, I can't wait. Rosie's like, family! Michelle's like, I want background. I want the, I want the BTS. <laughs> <laughs> of course, Michelle wants the BTS. Oh, of course. <laughs> and, <laughs> and Sharon's like, and then, and then what's happening with those bro laws tonight? What is yeah. happening with the bro laws? <laughs> so on the calendar, there's the bro laws tonight. Um, uh. Everyone's everyone's pretty pumped. Everyone's pretty pumped. So yeah, um, yeah. No, it's. I think the one thing that stands out about uh, TV is that you see people, and often when you cameras aren't rolling, you wonder, are these people the same way on television as they are in real life? Mm -hmm. And you guys are the real deal. Yeah. And that's what I always say to anybody that I speak to and everyone knows how wildly in love and obsessed I am. And I always say that <laughs> these guys are the real deal mm. and it's, your hearts are so pure and it's doing what I do, getting into a home and being able to envision something is one step, but you need people that carry the vision with you that actually have the ability and the know-how and to find can do attitude with contractors that really make dreams come true. But make it fun instead of grueling is like trying to find is like trying to find a diamond in the rough. <laughs> and so you guys are my diamonds in the rough. And, and when the color club came to be, I thought what an incredible opportunity for us to work in real life, because when you're doing TV stuff, you get to do a little bit here and there, but it's not real grind. It's not yeah. real work. And so when you've got two weeks to pull off a, a two level project you got to work with people that you know can see the vision and grind but also have a good time and keep the vibes high mm -hmm. and that's what I really pride myself on is is making sure that whatever I take on that no matter how hard the grind that the vibes stay high yeah yeah so yeah. you guys do a really good job of keeping the vibes high and you make your work really accessible and that's huge kudos to everything you're doing because people that don't know much about the contracting world get a real front row to all the elements and all the effort and all the tasking and all the little tiny details that no one would ever really pay attention to, but because you're so goddamn funny, <laughs> <laughs> the peoples are watching. Guys, <laughs> do a video about like lugging labor things and like I remember you were doing some patio or something last summer. You were demoing something and you're putting things in bags and you're cleaning it up. It was an Instagram story. It was like, I was mesmerized. <laughs> I'm like, why? I'm just beard. watching these guys put some stuff in a bag and carry it. Like, what? <laughs> and I was like, I was like fixated. I'm like, 
I, I, I'd like to think that you represent the majority of our audience, and I'm going to continue to think that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what they all do. Yeah. More positive thoughts. I'm speaking on behalf of the people. <laughs> oh, yeah. Damn right. <laughs> I'm here as a representative of the people, yeah. and we're all saying thank you. So, yeah. but, but, no, but the Color Club was a big thing for me, and to see you guys hustle and do what you do, and you're so remarkable, and you were such great advocates for, the, for everything. So I... I just love you as humans. I love you as contractors. I love you as fellow TV people. I love you as um, as beautiful humans that also raise children and have families and your own homes and your own dreams. And there's a, there's a lot on your plate. <laughs> You're pumping the tires. Keep, keep going, keep going, keep going. Keep going. Keep going. tires are going to pop. Yeah. <laughs> No, but I love for so long. Love that they brought you in for the color club because not only because you're a colorful person, literally in your designs, but because of what you bring to your design and to each project that you do is another level of love. There is so much intent in what you're doing, where I feel like a lot of other designers get caught up in what's in, what's in style what's trending this year what should i do with this and they're just kind of copycatting what they've seen in magazines or what they've seen other people doing where you're very much leading that trend but in a different way you never use something because it's trending you use something because it brings an emotion into a space so for the color club which was for some something to empower people who are struggling and going and battling through cancer to help raise funds to continue this fight to end something that sucks so much for so many people. Your ability to transform a space, to brighten it up with color, but to transform how people feel when they walk into it is the bigger thing. So for whoever's struggling with their fight, for them to walk into that color club, to be inspired, to be empowered, and to find a break out of reality. But there's just, there's so much more to your design than the overall look and the picture at the end of the day. And that's, I think something that, I don't know, it just helped like had me falling in love with you even more because there's just so much more intent to it. Well, I mean, everyone gets in, in their, whatever they're doing in their life for a reason, like how you guys fell into what you're doing, how you met Mark, how you met Brian, everyone falls into each other's lives in these very particular times or ways based off of a connection or whatever. And, you know, I'm sure when, before you got started, you guys would have never imagined that you would be contractors. And it's sort of the same thing with me in designing. Like I never thought of myself as being an interior designer and I actually still don't. Mm -hmm. I I think of everything as sort of art and I get a chance to bring art into whatever. It could be an object, it could be a space, it could be, it doesn't matter, but um, what my primary focus always has been in what I do is to um, bring joy and happiness. Yeah. And so when you're walking into a space, to me, I don't, I don't really give a shit what's on trend because whom I'm designing or creating or creating art for, is there, you know, what, what matters to them? Is it that their house looks like a tarot page of style at home? Likely not. I really want to deep dive into who that person is, who that family is, who that couple is, you know, what, how do they live? What will make them happy? What's driving them nuts? What do they need? Because every space is so different. And I think, 
Um, it, it does sometimes irritate me when I see a lot of cookie cutter design because it doesn't seem like it's serving uh, that person's purpose. It's just slapping what they think is they should be doing on the walls. And, and so I really, I think that's the main thing is I just want to leave the job and I want to leave people better than I found, you know, exactly. I just like, how can I leave you better than just like slapping some color on the wall and saying, okay, I designed your place. Bye. I want to make people feel not look because the way something looks is so temporary. Uh, people will sell their homes or they could sell anything is, is dispensable. It could all go. And I've designed some incredible spaces that have all been sold and gone. So it's like mm-hmm. this art of, uh, it's an art of letting go. It's the art of, you know, building it up to tear it down. Just like the color club, you build two weeks, you tear it down in two days. Like you have to be able to do something that's going to create that feeling for as long as it needs to be. And then know that it's temporary, but the feeling is most important. Right. <laughs> so as an artist, uh, do you experience like some sort of like writer's block in a sense where you don't feel as creative or you're struggling to create something? Uh, or do you just focus on whoever you're working for and like try and pull from them to create, like to create that? Art? That's, you know, it's, I've been, there's a book that I love, Brian, it's called The Artist's Way, and it's by Julia Cameron, and this book is very old, and anyone that's listening, they'll go, oh, I know that book, because it's been around for so long, but it's this 12-week journey uh, through the creative process, and there's a lot of talk in this book about creative blocks, and how people are creatively blocked in what they're doing, and one thing I can say is that um, I take doing what I do in the world so seriously that I try to avoid all things that could block me from not being able to pull through what I need to pull through for my job and for people. So, um, I think the the work, um, starts with yourself. And then when you work on yourself, then you don't face the blocks because you don't put yourself in a place to get there. Mm-hmm. And that, but that's my experience. I'm not going to speak for all artists, but I know what I need to do in myself, in my life, with my lifestyle, the things that I need to feel in order to be that open channel to always feel like I can pull through what needs to come through in that moment. Because mm-hmm. I don't believe in laborious decision-making and spending days, weeks, so much time planning something. And I believe that you should just be an open channel and the right things will come through at the right times. Mm-hmm. So when I'm working at a house, I'm not going to deliver this house and my plan for this family or these people fully intact because mm-hmm. something's going to come along. And I always tell my clients, let's, let's make some room for the increase, which there are going to be some really cool shit things that kind of flood yeah. through. But, but to answer your question is, uh, I don't experience creative block because I do often, like I meditate I'm always surrounding myself with inspiration and things that I know uh, could fill me up that it's just waiting for a place to put it. Yeah. And I think surrounding yourself by the right people around the right people makes such a big difference too. Um, Like we've experienced that working together and as well with the bro laws, just when you have the right people around and you're creating the right energy in that space, then everything yeah. is moving in the right direction. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I, I love too, while we were working together, um, was watching your team kind of come up, come up with ideas and they weren't afraid to say like, 
no, Tiffany, we're not doing that. Let's do this instead or kind of brainstorm with you. So it it was like a, a collective kind of idea. Everything was always, you were asking our opinion, what we thought it wasn't, uh, I'm the powerful designer, do as I say. It was, Mm -hmm. guys, let's like, let's paint together. There was literally five paintbrushes on one canvas. That's kind of like the feeling or the impression that I got. And I think something like that kind of helps that creativity flow and helps everything move along when you just, you have that right creative group around you to keep feeding and filling everything up. Yeah, it was cool to experience that firsthand too. Like even what you're saying about staying in the moment with your design is when you guys would be like, all right, what's our next step? I don't know. Let's find out. Let's go to the dollar store and go rummage. Right. <laughs> like, I love that you guys would do these shopping trips where it's like, oh, let's go back to the storyboard and find out what we have to purchase next. It was, no, let's go out and find what we're doing next. It was so cool that you would just head out in the car, you'd come back with bags full of shit and you'd be like, all right, what's going to work? And it was amazing to watch. Yeah, like, it so was cool. true creativity and art because yeah. it wasn't just following a blueprint that you had created. It was true creation um, that we just got to watch happen, which is very cool. You know, when I look back at the pictures of that space, it really was an art installation. And, and, and it wasn't just, it wasn't small either. And I think when you're, for me, I'm such a, uh, I love details. So I get so micro that it takes me a little bit of time to step back from all of it to see the full picture. Mm -hmm. But, but I think that that's the same way I work as, as a team leader is that I get really micro with my team and I care about how they feel or what's going on with their day or how, you know, that we're all communicating. We're talking about the things that are going on so that we can all bring our best selves to the job. And we've all created that platform where when we're doing something and we all need to bring our A game, we know how to do that and how to communicate through it. And they also know that I, uh, I love creativity. So loving creativity means I don't just love my own creativity. I love everybody's creativity. Right. Yeah. It's collaborative. So, yeah. So I want everyone to throw in and cause you make the best ideas when people of great skill can come together with all these different areas that they learn from and they can say, actually, oh, but what about this? Or this drives faster or try that instead. You learn so much when you shut the hell up and you mm-hmm. let other people who are really wise and know their craft come in and really, you know, elevate the project or teach you something. And so I do think, you know, sur- you're totally right though, Dave, surrounding yourself, like just the four of you sitting here right now, it makes my heart so happy. And it reminds me of my girls because it's taken me a long time to find my girls. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and now that I have them, you know, even when we're not working together, we're, we're texting and we're all, we're a family. Yeah. And, <laughs> and I know you guys are the same. Like when you're not working together, you're still wanting to talk and yeah. connect. And that's how you found your team, you know, because it's not about the job. It's about you, your job is your life. Your life is your job. You know, it all yeah. becomes one. So you want to surround yourself with that. Yeah. yeah. Tiffany learned as long as she was bringing Joey and I caramel macchiatos, <laughs> we were good. <laughs> the, very, the very fact that you could get us, us to come to the pits of downtown Toronto to do a job just Why showcases what this love is. <laughs> because Dave and I will not go past Vic Park. Like that this, is a fact. This this love this love is downtown. <laughs> That's downtown love. <laughs> that this love goes is, downtown. Urban. 
<laughs> Urban love. I, I was like, okay, guys, my Starbucks caramel, caramel macchiatos. Yeah. <laughs> On the way home. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, I kind of fell in love with that downtown atmosphere, though, while we were working there. Like, it is yeah, nice. You get to I just walk it. around the streets. Like, yeah. I love it once I'm there. For me, yeah. because yeah. we're in the burbs, it's getting there. Yeah. <laughs> That's yes. a problem. Yes. I could definitely but, live down there. Oh, same. But you same. got you got a group of women greeting you with open arms and caramel macchiatos. <laughs> and, <laughs> I'm What's, go not to love? What's not to love? <laughs> to this day, Michelle still said, oh, um, we're going to see the bro last this weekend. Should I get a bag of um, M&M peanuts? <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Like, you have you have ladies that are like working for, okay, well, we got to keep the bro loss up. So um, who wants to give it to your friend? Who wants to get the M&Ms? And I'm like, okay, wow. wow. We imprinted on them. That's love. That's love. Yeah. <laughs> Although, that being said, you guys still have to come out to our zone because we were going to, obviously not right now, but in the future. I mean, we were supposed to have a gathering out here we were. In, in the Durham region. When I come out there to do this podcast, I'm bringing the girls. Oh, Damn yeah. right. That's awesome. Okay, okay. See how many people we can fit in the booth. We're going to need yeah. more mics. <laughs> There's going to be eight of us in the booth. Yeah. Oh, my okay. wife. The amount saying... of mics is not going to matter, all right? No, it's all going to be one. One's going to know who's talking. It's going to yeah. be no. yeah. yeah. My wife was Free saying, throw. when all this is over, all this quarantining, then we're having a barbecue. We're having yeah. everybody over and just have a party. I'm like, babe, our backyard can't fit everybody. We're like, we're doing it. I don't care. <laughs> Go on the tramp on the swing set just put people wherever they can fit absolutely don't put me on the trampoline i'll pee trampoline? <laughs> okay. they make me pee okay okay, okay. some new information no good to know you. i feel like i already knew that and I, I don't know why <laughs> no. it's because you know i'm borderline incontinent because every time yeah. you would make me laugh i would be like don't make me pee yeah, my face hurts yeah Uh, okay so i have to ask though dave did anyone have questions for you from instagram or was it a flat line uh there was one one question (laughs) somebody was asking if uh you have kept up with your vibrance uh through all of this Oh, and, question. and we can see by the hat that... I don't think she uh, has, Liz. I don't think she has. Burn it to... You want to be in another doghouse? Okay, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Quinn looks at me like... I've Mark. never met you, Tiffany, but I want to now. Okay? <laughs> I was on your side. Okay? And now... I'm still going to... No! <laughs> I do it to myself. I really yeah, do. absolutely. You did Foot introduce in that mouth. hat, though, Tiffany, as your podcast hat. Yeah, this is my podcast Ooh, hat. You That's wear nice. that every time you do a podcast. Um, if I'm when I'm thinking about podcasts or whatever, I think it's good to put it. It's my thinking cap. Okay, well, I like very it. good. I like it. What does it say on it? Uh, it says love, evolve, positive, ethical. Love Boom. it. My friend, yeah. uh, my friend Kevin is a designer, and he he actually makes a whole bunch of weird stuff up the street, and he makes these hats, and he gave me this, he he nice. gave me this hat, and this is his logo. Sounds believe like it or not, guy. all good he's, words. Yeah, he's he's a cool guy, you know. Wh- whoever That's makes fun. a glitter hat is is good in my books. <laughs> fair enough. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> and also, it, it went with my ear. I was like, I'm gonna go all glitter tonight. I love yeah. it. Love I mean. 
I've got my wife's like champagne colored uh, Beats oh. headphones on, so I've, I've got a little bit there. <laughs> I'm actually sitting at like my wife's craft table where she does tons of crafts with the kids. So I've got like glittery gems oh. and paints. So I, I'm in a very <laughs> Tiffany Pratt zone right now there in my house. There's wrapping paper and ribbons and spray paint. Sorry, Mark. Has wounds. <laughs> you know, that's what I, that's what I've been working, actually. I've got and some glitter. gigs doing some, some DIY videos. Nice. Um, nice. That's awesome. So I have been in my dungeon basement for five straight days. And I will tell you one thing I made that you guys will totally love. Uh, I've learned how to make planters out of cardboard, masking tape, newspaper, and um, thin set mortar. Amazing. Wow. There Sweet. you go. Amazing. <laughs> planters. There you go. So I've been like making the forms with all the cardboard, all these weird things, and taping it up with newspaper. And then I mix up a big batch of thin set mortar yeah. and, and brush it on. Wow. And then oh. and then let that dry and then you put indoor or mostly outdoor paint and a little polyurethane for the final swizzle. Oh, and really? uh, I just want to tell you guys, I feel like we should do this as a team building exercise. I am Absolutely. Down. Yeah. I'm 100% down. I think yep. your wife, that could be what you're going to give her as an I'm sorry gift is a little planter you made yourself. Or a weapon. <laughs> don't don't or use orange paint. <laughs> Yeah, maybe make it into the shape of a heart. That's the color gray. I like that. <laughs> I like that. I don't know. I don't, I'm just coming up with ideas. I'm just going to spitball. I'm spitball. <laughs> for the short foreseeable future. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, Joey. Uh, I actually had a dream about you, bro, Laz, a couple of days ago. I had Go to. Go on. I had a dream. All I know is that they were, we were walking. It was, it was warm outside and I was, I was on, I was holding a bike and you guys were there and both of you on either side and we were just talking and I was walking my bike. In my bike. We're just going for a stroll. Yeah, we were just We need to find Sounds magical. Can we find a a three-way bike? A thrike? A tri-bike. What are we, a bike? Okay, sorry, Brian. You're <laughs> Didn't want to look for the I'm sorry. I thought a five-person bike was out of the question, but let's see if we can find that too. <laughs> Quintuplet bike. We all just hop in a boat. Just go up. What happened? That was <laughs> so close. Let's just let's just go into let's just start rowing. Yeah, yeah. Let's get in a rowboat thing. <laughs> Make a dragon rowing team. <laughs> What have you guys been doing? Uh, Tiff and I, uh, with the team, we all joined a rowing team. So, uh, <laughs> no big deal. We're up early in the morning rowing to be together in the same boat. I'm going to need it to work here. off this uh, COVID-15, I think. <laughs> or whatever it is. Yeah. See, whatever I, it is. I don't know why. I'm just, I feel like I'm norm. Everything's normal. I know it's not, but I think I'm just <laughs> lapping up this time just to be like chill. Cause I don't yeah. get this um, gift. Yeah. So I think I'm just enjoying it. I'm enjoying the like the downtime because I never get I, I never get downtime. Joey so. and I were talking about it on our drive today on how people are going to react coming out of this because yeah. I think there was like a big like resistance to it at first, and people are like, "Oh, I don't want to do this. I don't want to be quarantined and off work, and how it's affecting people." But then when all of a sudden the government's like, "Okay, go back to work." Are people going to be like, oh, shoot, no, I don't actually, I don't want to go back to work now. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm good. Honestly, are, actually. are you getting I, more and more used to this kind of yeah. feeling? I honestly, yeah. like the other day, we were, you were talking about 
going back, like starting back in June, possibly like that's yeah. kind of what we're aiming for. And I, I was actually sad, like not yeah. like I love you guys, but I was yeah. like, I'm <laughs> yeah. just enjoying this time with my family. Like every right. morning now, it's like I start leaving for work again, and Leo's like, "No, don't go! No, don't yeah. go!" <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But this is why honestly, I can't have children. I'd be like, you know what? You're right. I'm not. Yeah. Kidding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but oh, it's, it's all hard. worth it for when you get home, though. And true, then they run true. at the door. It's yeah. all worth yeah. it for oh. the moment. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like we've, the best. we've all we, been fortunate through all this to be able to enjoy the time and not yeah. be stressed yeah. out financially and stuff yeah. like that, which has been a blessing. Yeah. Um, but it really has. It's been great family time just to be able to spend that extra time with the kids that you wouldn't normally spend. Yeah. And other things like you take for granted. Like we yeah. we always we never I shouldn't say never, but like we are like making an effort. Like we eat breakfast together and we're like making sure that we sit down at the table and eat dinner instead of on the couch and like we're just mm-hmm. so like invested in creating conversations so like we always cheers before but i felt like before when we cheers before dinner it was like to this to you guys you know and <laughs> yeah and now it's like we switched we flipped the switch so now it's like we're we're saying what we're grateful for nice Love so yeah so she's like tonight she's like i'm grateful for my burger and it, but it's just like <laughs> creating that like you know moment and we have these little chants so now like her favorite thing to do is she's like best mommy ever (laughs) (laughs) so we'll chant that and then robin will be like me and she's like yeah (laughs) we go and do it like all three of us around the table and do it and then now she's like it's like those little tiny moments that i because i work like a lot and that I Mm -hmm. never would have even known that I would have missed or like not got to experience. So those things are like we, Robin and I were talking like for real, like once this is done every Sunday, we're making an effort. Like I want, I want this, like this is one thing that we want to do and and make it our little tradition. So yeah, yeah, it is, it is very good to like try your best to make the most out of this like shitty kind of thing. and not dwell on like the hypotheticals or like the what ifs or the whens and all this stuff and just like just be just be in the moment and appreciate what you have because it could always it could always be a hell of a lot worse for sure we have it so good yeah yeah i mean we're we're we are so lucky to be in this country to have what we have to have the support systems we have i mean my goodness we're so so fortunate i mean This is yeah. this is like a walk in the park compared to what our ancestors had to deal with. So I say, yeah, let's just yeah. enjoy yeah. and <laughs> learn the learn the life lesson. Learn what yeah. universal energy Mother Nature is trying to tell us. Shut up and listen. Yeah, and, and get the get the message and go back into our old lives new. Yes, exactly. Yes. That's with, a great with, way of putting it. Because I think if people can bring the new intention of what they've learned, they can change their old life into a new life, into a new way of being, into a new way of acting, into a new way of progressing in the world, treating things differently, treating mother nature differently. That's the one thing I can say that people haven't really realized until I think they will go back and they're sitting in an office like, oh my goodness, I was going outside so much more. Or I think we took so much for granted that I yeah, think that definitely. this time is so is so valuable. 
I think it's so valuable. It's, it's working on such a dynamic level. Um, yeah. And yeah. I also, um, you guys know I'm in a new relationship. So I want to say this has been very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> you, you get to learn a lot. You get yeah. to learn a lot. Yeah. Listen, I, I learned he is not the problem. Okay, okay, okay. As long as you both think that, then you're getting somewhere, right? Like, <laughs> he's a ginger prince. I am a pink-haired, <laughs> whirling dervish. I'm like, what about this? What about that? What about this? Why are you feeling that? Why are you saying this? And he's like, I'm good. I'm like, okay, cool. Okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, but why? <laughs> So let's meal prep and figure out our menu for the week and we'll just we'll make sure we know where I'm like, let's just order out. He's like, no, we're not gonna do that. I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah, okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> you're right, you're right, you're right, you're yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Let's let's meal prep. Let's let's plan a menu. Let's that's okay, cool. So you're let's the free prep. spirit in your relationship. Yeah. yeah. Free yes. spirit. I think that goes with that time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. It was not an, a, a no. eureka moment. Yeah. It is a good point, though. In relationships, a lot of yeah. people are spending a lot more time together than they normally would. I mean, yeah. work takes up so much of your day. And by the time you're seeing each other at night, you're both tired. You've gone through everything. One of the things I find funny is just like finding things to talk about. Because when you have a work day or you're going around, then you have all those experiences to share and to talk about. But when you've been going about your day together, then all of a sudden nighttime hits and it's like, cool, like we've just been doing this together. So like, <laughs> remember that one time when uh, Ben said this? Or like, <laughs> I'm going to read a book. Toodles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, bye. <laughs> For me, it's, it, I'm like, I'm realizing I'm a different person at work than I am at home oh like, interesting robin, robin my wife is not used to seeing that side of me so seeing like work side of you yeah Ooh. and that's for me it's been like unravel this for me let's go let's yeah. go unravel this a little bit let's go deeper <laughs> well, here obviously Mark. you know how much of a basket case i can be and <laughs> overthink things so and i really do care about my work and i care about like i just i i really do and it, it puts so much thought and effort into it. And when I'm at home, I'm a lot more like carefree and calm and cool and like mm. just like very like go with the flow and whatever happens, we're like we're good. Whereas when it comes to work and with all these different things that I have going on, and I'm like, I gotta do this, I gotta do that, I gotta do this, I gotta do this. And I'm to me, it's my normal. That's how I am. When I leave the house, I'm like, go, 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 go. Right. For her, I've never even thought about how difficult it would be for her to see me like, like uh, I always say my spirit animal is a, a rat that has been lit on fire. <laughs> She's never seen that side of me before. You always say lit that. on fire. I do. I do. She just animal. sees the oh, dormant yeah. rat after yeah. the fire has been put out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. So, uh, she's so you're a lab seen, rat, is what yeah, you're saying. Exactly. Your spirit animal is a lab rat. Okay, very good. Exactly. I'm sorry if I ever pour gasoline on that. <laughs> Frequently. Um, so yeah, it's just been it's been eye opening. That is cool. And I don't know, like, like, and we had a talk today where it was like, I just 
I just can't. I was like, I'm sorry. Like, I don't, I feel bad for you having to be in a relationship with me because it's mm-hmm. like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Let's, like, who is this person? Like, that let's, with let's dig in here. Let's dig in. Okay. I like this. <laughs> so, what I think, and this is just my emotional being connecting with yours, we've never met before. But I think that this is for you to, it's less about her. Right. And it's, it's your use because you love her so much is you're using her as the, um, the mirror, right? right? So you're seeing yourself reflected back to yourself through her eyes. But the truth is, is that you now have this, this total stronger inner knowing that is, I am a calm, cool, collected person and what will come and what will be, will be. Because mm-hmm. when you're home, that is your resting state. Yeah. But when you're out in the world, it's almost like that's when you throw up your feathers and you can become a different peacock. Mm-hmm. So I think that the lesson here is that when you catch yourself feeling like the rat on fire, yeah. <laughs> you can stop yourself and go, I am not a rat on fire. And think of a new spirit animal that makes you feel calm, cool, and collected and remind yourself of that person and stop being the, catch yourself. Mm. Don't, don't make it your wife's job. Make it your job to go, I'm not the rat on fire. I yeah. am, I am the duck on the water. Okay. Wow. You need a Phoenix moment. Duck yeah. on the water. Like yeah. where the rat bursts into flames, but then comes out as... Something so, I else. Don't know. That's something else. Something but beautiful. The duck is working. The legs are beating under the water. Yeah. You're still working, yeah. but you're chill and you're floating yeah. and you're on the water and you're just kind of floating with what will be. That's actually that. a great analogy I because I would say that's how we see you at work, even. Yeah. Because you don't come across as manic or a rat on fire to us. You, mm. I can see more of the duck <laughs> <So bad>. <laughs> Brian, no, <laughs> but I can I mean, see more of the duck with the feet moving under because you can see your brain clicking and trying to figure things out trying to see where the next thing is where you're yeah. going yeah um but you always seem to stay very chill on site with us so I don't know if it's like a when you're alone thing or if it's even just uh, it's my it's, it's inner yeah it's, it's inside yeah, yeah. It's inner. You feel you feel out of control because you're such a. Perf- I'm getting the vibe that you're a raging perfectionist. Yeah. And so because you are raging, raging like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But because you're. Bigger. Raging, you guys know what I mean. <laughs> but because you're a raging perfectionist, that's you feeling that fire because you don't feel like you're good enough. So interesting. You're good enough. And you just need to take it down a notch and know that you got this. And no matter what comes your way, you got, you're going to have it handled and you're not on fire. You are my kind of people. Ooh. Right? Do Brian, right? Right? Like, we told you this. There we go. Right? Do Brian next. Do Brian okay. next. Uh, <laughs> I like, Brian, I got, I got a spirit animal for you. Okay. No rats. First of all, before I tell you who your spirit animal is, would you like okay. to tell me who you think you are? I have no idea who I am. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you would deeper place, I think. No, no. Although I do think that Mark and I are more similar than maybe oh, we realize. 100%. Okay, so I'm giving Mark duck on the water. Okay. <laughs> and I'm going to give you, Brian, hyena. Ooh, oh, wow. Okay. Hyena, spirit hyena. animal. And I'm going to tell you what a hyena spirit animal means. I don't know, but I'm just Googling it now. Okay, here we go. (laughs) 
Oh, you said it before you looked it up. I assume she did. No, she. That's this is live. This is yeah, live. I'm like, you're, you're a duck on the water. You're a hyena. Okay. Yes. Ooh, get ready. Okay. I'm so excited. The hyena as a totem is a symbol of integration between aspects of male and female. And the hyena medicine teaches us balance, realizing our own powers, and being happy with what we are given. Okay. Not waiting for, for what we don't have. Hyena people tend to have a good sense of humor and do not take themselves too seriously. I like it. That's pretty fitting. Okay. Brian is a very <laughs> balanced person who yeah. is always checking himself to make sure that he didn't offend somebody or yeah. or a culture or any yeah. type of yeah. person. Okay, let's read deeper. Let's read deeper. Okay. Uh, okay, here we go. Hyenas consequently are a symbol of solar that bring warmth like the sun and coldness to the earth. In African culture, hyenas also symbolize immortality and traits that are dark. Ooh. Interesting. He does have a dark side. He now, does. What does that, what does our, that mean to you? Because I have no idea what, what that means. your taste of music is what that means. <laughs> you listen to that slamming punk. Okay, not like that. but That's all we know how to say. I'm going to give Joey a panda. Oh, that sounds That's just a yes. 100%. Meaning come up and be like, the and worst. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you've been attributed the panda, <laughs> sorry, it is the worst. Oh theory. my god! <laughs> okay, get ready for the panda. So ready. <laughs> Are you guys loving this or hating this? I'm loving, loving this. Loving it. Okay. This is already tell by the this by your voice that it's going to be called Spirit Animal. I don't think <laughs> we've done a podcast on Spirit Animals before, so this is exactly where I wanted it to go. <laughs> <laughs> The panda symbolism brings forth the importance of personal boundaries as well as physical and emotional comfort when times are tough. (laughs) The pandem is a totem of compassion, enjoyment, and abundance, just like the spirit animal. (laughs) What do pandas symbolize? Seeing the panda in your life or your dream is a very good sign. The panda is also a symbol of prosperity and abundance. As well, the panda bear has to wait years until the bamboo starts to grow. Hold on. This is going really long. (laughs) I'm not going to read that whole thing. How do you... Was that going to a dark place? Okay. No, that was okay. Uh, No, I don't want to know that. Okay. Well, I still like the first one. I still like the first one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The panda toad, isn't it right? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Compassion, enjoyment, abundance. And you're there for emotional comfort when times are tough. Amen. No, do Dave. Do Dave. <laughs> I've been waiting Dave. for this one because Dave's a giraffe. Oh. <laughs> Let's see. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay, sir. I don't know what the these mean. I'm just, I'm just going. Okay, fine, 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 fine. So the symbolism of the giraffe stands for grace, peace, individuality, protection, communication, and perception. Some still pretty good, actually. <laughs> um, just the giraffe spirit animal symbolizes self-acceptance and self-love. The giraffe is proud of its appearance and knows that it's truly unique to the world, and we should be <laughs> like the giraffe and be proud. 
Wow. It's blowing. Spot laughs like dancing. (laughs) As a spirit animal, you are protective, intuitive, distinctive, and elegant. If you've ever been a teammate of Dave's on a sports team, you know how protective he is. You are always spot on. How did I do, guys? How did I do? And you did great. You did spot on. Can I also toot my own horn a little bit? Because obviously I started to think, okay, what would Tiffany's spirit animal be? Mm. And it was too easy to say peacock. That was too easy. So it came also because you know that Colin calls me peacock. Yeah, Mm. it came to me that you you are a parrot, (gasps) parrot spirit animal. Let me read you parrot. I've already got it. Oh wow! It came to me before I had it pulled up. Just like the goose, the parrot spirit animal (laughs) is a message of celebration. It's a happy expression of all the good things that are happening in your life and the good things that you have yet to experience. It symbolizes the everyday beauty that you possess and which you are surrounded with. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Spirit animal. Second second question. Full circle to when I introduced (laughs) Tiffany as close your eyes and think of your happy place. Did you see a parrot? We're back. (laughs) I know you damn well didn't see a goose though. (laughs) I almost well after I read it, I was like, should I switch it to a goose? Just because it would have been funny to say goose. was a goose. <laughs> I, I want to read the duck though, because we didn't read the duck. Mm. Oh, that's true. Sorry, duck on this is true. We had we, we had your oh, this is circling back. back. Can we yeah. also look up <laughs> flaming rat? Flaming <laughs> <laughs> rat spirit. A rat that's been lit on fire. <laughs> a rat. Oh my god, you're gonna cry! <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I'm already emotional. <laughs> I have my Brolaz shirt on. Dave isn't wearing his. Finally. Oh, Actually, the rest of us are in gray shirts. I want you to know I am Titty McGee wearing your Brolaz oh. tank tops at the, at the Okay. Oh, very good, Ice. very good. And everyone's like, what's that mixtape Brola? And I was like, you don't even know. Yeah, <laughs> this is exclusive. <laughs> and now I know what you're watching, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, boys. Keep them got them. <laughs> All right, back to the duck. We need okay. to get this duck because you got real fired up. <laughs> the duck? Pause for dramatic effect. The duck totem animal symbolizes energy, emotional strength, clarity, living in the moment, family, protection, caring, nurturing, and self-expression. Feelings of balance, fertility, stillness, fun, jokes, thoughtfulness, clairvoyance, and intuition. Wow. Wow. Oh my goodness. Wow. I think that's I'm a great. Duck. Quack, quack, quack. <laughs> quack, quack, quack. Quack, quack, quack. So all of you guys are something really beautiful, and I'm an animal that laughs in really awkward moments. <laughs> but you were my favorite character in The Lion King. Very true. Like the unsung the hero. I'm a Jekyll and Hyde, actually. Are you kidding me? I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm going back They're a symbol the of immortality. <laughs> <laughs> they just don't the go away. symbolizes <laughs> beauty. And... Okay, I just want to go back to uh, the medicine of the hyenas, realizing our own powers, being happy with what we are given, balance, <laughs> Be- integration. Right. I'm happy with that. 
be happy with what you were given, Brian. <laughs> I love you, and I love the I love the spirit animal. It's, it's all good. Brian, I just I need I need you to feel your inner hyena. Can we please get shirts made with just like these yeah. images on them? Like, just I just want to just want to get joined and work on a whole new logo. But for can us? it be all five of them <laughs> with our names up above you? <laughs> we need to make this happen. <laughs> you need a whole new van wrap and everything. Yeah, we take go it through off. a whole new Brolaws branding experience. Can someone have their little parrot on their shoulder? Yes, hundred yeah. percent. Can I also say design inspo for the podcast moves? Oh, jungle wow. theme! Oh, I like it. Wow. Oh, okay. There it is. There you there have it. it. Welcome wow. to the jungle. You got to prep your girls. You got <laughs> to prep your girls. Welcome to the jungle. My spirit animal isn't a duck hunter. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it was a lab tech up until this moment. So (laughs) you see her wearing camo in the next few days. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You in trouble? Amazing. (laughs) I didn't, Mark. You weren't expecting this. Hell to the no, I wasn't, to be honest. Oh, you are my favorite kind of person. <laughs> yeah. That's She's everybody's crying. I could see the layer of your who is this crazy biatch. No. Started, no. But now you know. <laughs> now you know. <laughs> Amazing. Brian, Brian. I did a Google search before we came on. It's all good. <laughs> you Googled me. Straight up. <laughs> yeah, what did it say? You've been Straight Googled. <laughs> you check the old Googles. Because sometimes you can talk to someone and they'll say a few things. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. You check the Googles. I wanted to circle back to something that Mark said earlier about dinner and how you guys have switched and you've been sitting at the table intentionally instead of sitting at a couch. Mm-hmm. And it reminded me of a post I saw on Instagram a long time ago, and I think I had tagged Tiffany in it because when I saw this post, it reminded me so much of you and everything that we learned doing work with you through design and through renovation. And it said that location has energy and time has memory. And the person was talking about the fact that in our homes nowadays, we are multi-using spaces. So like you're saying, eating dinner at the couch instead of at the table. Mm-hmm. So you're, you're mixing your entertainment with your, with your food time and with those different spaces mm-hmm. where a lot of people have a TV in the bedroom nowadays and you're watching entertainment in a place of rest. So some people find they have a hard time sleeping because their brain is too stimulated because their brain saying that a a location has an energy. If you're filling that energy with entertainment instead of something that should be in a restful space, then you're kind of altering how that works. And especially going through this pandemic while people have been home and in their space a lot more, there's probably been a lot more crossing of that. I know I have a hard time working at home because I don't have a designated office space where if I go to the shop to work, I can concentrate where at home I'm constantly kind of getting distracted by everything around me. And I was interested, Tiffany, to take, to see your take on that and how you incorporate that into design. 
I know you believe a lot in the energy of a room and what it brings to a person. So do you like mixing spaces? Do you like the whole open concept of stuff? Or do you like kind of designating certain areas of a house to certain things? First of all, I love this post and I'd already seen it before you tagged me. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Excellent. So when you tagged me, I was like, he knows me. <laughs> it, was, it was like, it was like, you know, this man gets me. Um, <laughs> And, and I think I want to, I want to do one deeper, which is it's not just the walls that carry energy. It's every single thing in the room. Ooh. Okay. To me, it's not just the four walls. Yeah. It's, it's literally everything. And I tell people this all the time. I remember even doing this. It was probably my last talk at the home shows because I think I got a little too hippy dippy in front of those people. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, everything has energy, but it's, it's literally, it's your furniture. It's your lamp. Anything that you can touch carries energy. So when you're in a room and you're saying something like, oh, I hate this old cabinet, or I always run into that, or this color's bringing me down, or those books, um, you know, I don't read them anymore. If you have any sort of um, area in your home that you're not accessing, using, having positive thoughts about, or, you know, interacting with, you're creating stale energy. And so whether the room and the use of it is blended or not, you have to pay attention to assembly. And that's what I think I focus on even more than double use because sometimes with double use, you have to do it based on, like some people buy, you know, these 600 square foot condos and they have 25,000 square feet full of shit. And they need to compact it all up. So you have to think of, okay, well, these head chairs of this can also be chairs over here. And then this table can also flip down and be a desk. And so multi-use isn't always so much an issue for me. It's, it's the energy that we surround ourselves with, with our possessions. And then it's also ourselves. I, I keep putting onus on ourselves because there's so much consciousness that happens with a, I'm going to consciously sit here and eat this meal. I'm going to consciously work in this particular place. I'm going to consciously shut up all my screens at this time. You know, there's so many things that we do unconsciously that could change the way we live and the way we work. And, and I think one thing I didn't love about that was that he was speaking to the whole, like everyone lives in a kind of space where they don't need to overlap. Mm -hmm. But because I'm so aware of small space living in a big city and I've had to do so many big, small spaces, (laughs) Um, it, it, to me, it's more about the stuff. So my first thing I would say to anyone listening is just anything that brings you down, anything that you don't love, anything that doesn't speak to you or feed you or is in the way, just put it on the curb or give it to someone else that can use it. Because Mm -hmm. I would rather have a void and I would rather have emptiness to create space for newness than I would have something that's carrying the energy of a space down. And then with that empty space, you can begin to dream. Do I want a draft table? Do I want a dining table? Do I want a work table? And you can really look at the space with fresh eyes. Because often people just put things in a room and they think this is the way it's always going to be. And I I always tell people, you know, your room can change as often as your mind changes. You know, if you want to take this couch and flip it over here, do it. If you want to take these chairs and put them this way and put the couch on the other side, do it. It's what feels good. Nothing is ever static. So um, my answer to that is the consciousness around you, how you live is your choice. Mm-hmm. Give yourself that schedule and that boundary so that you know how 
you want the rest of your world to live. Mm-hmm. I like that. Very good. Yeah, and Joey can attest to it, especially with his mom, who is somebody who rearranges a house a million times. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> she lives by that rule of yep. something doesn't have to stay where it is. She yep. will get bored of a space and just she wants to change it around. So whether it's moving a couch, changing a piece out, she's always doing it. I think she's... I don't but think she ever good. stops painting even. It yeah. feels, but, it, but it feels good, right, Joe? Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I take after my father. <laughs> so I, I live in a space of contentment. So I'm just always kind of good. I'm here. And mm-hmm. I stay here pretty much all the time. So it's <laughs> funny. We actually recently had this discussion because Meg has a bit of that, of like wanting to create newness and change up a space. But she's, you know, married to me. And we actually recently said, she's like, I'm seeing on social media, people are like changing up their spaces and like seeing how they'll work. So like, can we do that with the living room? And I was like, well, sure. I mean, this could go there and that could go there and this could all change, but I'm not going to do it. So <laughs> like, you can feel so free to have at it, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm, I'm here not going to help you I'm with my bra. <laughs> You know, I live on this spot right here. (laughs) (laughs) This is what happens. This is what happens out in the suburbs. (laughs) (laughs) Very true. Now, I did have a question, actually, because I brought up an interesting point um, just while you're talking there, Tiff, because you are a creative mind and you love to create newness in the space. And I have seen the Color Shack. The Color Shack is, it is very Tiffany up in that house. So I wondered, can, is it constantly changing? Is it always morphing? Each room was very different. Each room had a different vibe. How often are these rooms changing? And especially now that you're home. Okay. So all told I have rearranged this place, like completely transformed this whole space four times already. So, okay. <laughs> so repainted all the walls, repapered, took down paper, put up new paper, painted floors, new colors, tore down the kitchen, put up the kitchen, tore down the bathroom, put up the bathroom, um, oh. rearranged this room. Who knows how many times this used to be a workroom. My desk used to be over there. My desk used to be in the center. Now my desk is here. So <laughs> the answer is all the time. Okay. Um, okay. And it's and even while I, I've been off, I've been like I reassembled this whole thing of new art here. <laughs> I, I, I'm always like on the daily. I'm fucking with shit. Yeah. Okay. 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 <laughs> I on the daily. I'm like, oh, poppy stuff can go over here now. I'm gonna do this over here. I'm gonna wave this. Out. Oh, I don't like that there. I'll hang it over here. Like it, <laughs> it's just the, the way I'm wired. It's because my mom is the same way your mom is. I grew okay. up in a house of all women. And my mom was very much like, you know what, let's just pull out this hutch and clean the dust out from beneath it. Oh, you know what? Let's just put it over on that wall. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to like carry the hutch across the wall. And so it's just the way I'm wired. I'm wired to like my, you know, those, um, skill testing, I forget what they're called, but you get these like little bricks and you can, you have to look at the bricks and figure out how to assemble the bricks in certain shapes and mm-hmm. only a certain amount of the population can do it. Mm-hmm. I have not seen this. Okay. So it's odd to find it, but there is this, it's like a, like a mind bending okay. where you get these certain amount of shapes, but you have to figure out how to assemble the shapes to make this one shape. Pigeon or something. Yeah. It's something stupid. And I remember my sister showing 
or my brother-in-law was showing a whole group of us a couple Christmases ago and no one could figure it out. And to me, it was so simple. I'm like, and I was like, and we're all like, so, but it's because my brain's always assembling things. It's like a little puzzle in there. So I'm always like shifting things around. So I think it's just how we're wired. We're all wired differently. So you're wired. You're content. Well, I'm wired with math. I'm just always doing math, which is a very weird <laughs> it's thing to always so be doing. true. But it's just what I'm always doing. If I'm looking at a clock, I'm like adding and subtracting the numbers to try to make them into zero. It's like just, it's weird. What? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. It's, it's the way I'm wired. <laughs> That's okay, why I, I use that. Joey as my calculator. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Joe, give us the numbers. Rattle them off. And then he's like, okay, that is $2,478.63. Pretty much. Like, and at this point, he just believes me. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. But yeah, like talking back about the energy of a room and stuff it's something that i that's one thing that i love personally about renovations mm-hmm. and we had a client in the summer that was like the personification of all of this it was an older lady who lived by herself and she had lived in this space the same for i don't even know how many years years and it hadn't changed Crazy. so when we were going over the concepts of the new renovation she had a really, really hard time visualizing it and understanding it. So we really had to be able to paint a picture for her. But the reaction that we got, every aspect of it was amazing. Like when we took out the wall that was dividing the kitchen and the living room, like she was just in awe. Mm -hmm. And even by the end of the renovation, she said she was just standing in the room, just like in awe and amazed by the space and that it could (laughs) be this. And I think that's something that excites me so much about renovations is just seeing that transformation through and helping somebody visualize how their space can bring them a different energy, how it can bring them happiness, how they can find happiness within it. Where a lot of the times you don't think of your house and the stuff around you as something that affects your mood. Mm-hmm. but how much it does is huge. You guys have the most exciting job as far as I'm concerned. In my opinion, you do. Because because I get to come in and like, you know, a, like I appreciate and love what I do and I'm I'm wired for it and it's great. But energetically, if I was to think about the the pivotal moments and if we're going to talk very specifically about home renovation and when you walk into a space before you've touched it, mm-hmm everyone leaves furniture leaves and it's you guys and you're blasting your hits and you have a bunch of coffees and a couple you know a couple <laughs> demo whatever you want to bring sledgehammer and there it is. i don't care it's just just tearing it down and watching i there's something about destruction that makes me feel so much joy because when I see things tear, torn down, I get excited about what's about to be created. Yeah. Yes, 100%. And, and so to know that you guys, it's such a powerful, like this is why I love you all so much is because you're doing like holy work. Because it's it's truly like tearing down the old and rebuilding the new. And it's giving people and their spirits and how they live and where they live new life. 
Mm-hmm. And so it's and so yeah, I can come in and put wallpaper up and show you how to assemble it so it looks a certain way or feels a certain way. But the overall arching work that's the hardest of all is in your hands, and you get to really take that. And you're creating the newness more than anybody, and uh, and it's it's incredible. And the energy I'm sure that you feel sometimes when you're bagging up some of the stuff and you're throwing out, you're like, oh, like. <laughs> get that stuff out of here. Like, let's get this out of our face. And and that feeling, no wonder you guys get into the drinks at night. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's very true. That's why we take so much like pride in what we do and like how, why we are so uh, like put so much care into each, each step is just because that like, you do feel that responsibility a little bit of like creating this space for this person to love and appreciate like long after you're gone. So mm-hmm. not yeah. all contractors are wired that way though. They're not. No, yeah. no I mean, yeah. A lot of them are like it's just turn and money. burn, turn yeah. and burn, turn and burn. Yeah. And that's one thing that just attracts me so much to the three of you is that it's like you are my people. Like I remember like working with other contractors <laughs> and stuff. It's like it's like obviously it takes me a long time to do things, but again, it's like <laughs> it's gonna take you how long to do this and it's like yeah but it's gonna look really good when i'm done with it yeah you're not gonna have to come back in three years to fix it and it's like it's i'm putting everything i have into this so that when you're drinking your coffee in the morning it's gonna bring you peace and you're not even gonna realize that it's my trim that's doing that yeah Yeah. but, but this is this is an old consciousness that's coming back where we went from people taking their time doing it right, making Mm -hmm. it from scratch, building Mm -hmm. something out of a solid piece of wood, something that's done like the fixtures and the trims and the molds. Like we look in these old houses and we see the the hours and hours and hours of labor just to to do the things now that we just prefabricate and it's made of crap and we just slam it in and it doesn't hold up. And, and, and I think that there's a new, to me, there's a new elevated spirit of people appreciating like, okay, I want this to take time because I don't want to do it again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or I don't want to do it again in my lifetime. Yeah. Right. yeah. And so, and so I think that that's something that you only get when someone understands their craft, understands what they're doing and understands that that time and care matters. And I'm happy you found each other because <laughs> the, the other cool thing too is you guys aren't a bunch of old blokes, you know? <laughs> we got lots of time. Ooh, tons time. Of time. Yeah. You're a young, cool crew of shapeshifters that are you're able to get in there and really create positive change in your in your arena because yeah. There are a lot of guys out there that need to tear a page out of your book and do it with love and do it with joy and really understand that it's important. And that's honestly, mm-hmm. I have yeah. so much love for you guys. I have so much love. I have so much love. As we're talking to, it's kind of opening up something in my mind too that I've been struggling with because as we like talked about like the projects and what they mean to us, since we've started our company, we've always let projects come to us. We've never really been Mm -hmm. like out there searching, stretching for them. And Joey and I even talking about recently thinking like, should we be putting out some more advertising to get work for certain things? Like you, you hear other contractors saying, Oh, I'm booked up for the year. or I'm booked up for six months where we're maybe booked for a month. Or if that, when you don't know if jobs are fully signed or not, Mm -hmm. but 
we, it, it always feels like a fight or a struggle to try and do advertising. It doesn't feel natural and it doesn't feel like it's us where we've had an amazing experience with our clients. And I think that's for a reason because there's always been this mutual finding of each other, the way that we all kind of found each other as a team. And yeah. I, it kind of just reassured me that like, no, like you don't need to go pushing and striving to find these things. But it's just like that insecurity, I think, of losing a few jobs that we were really looking forward to. And then you're like, oh, so then you find yourself stretching or searching where it's like, no, 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 like take a step back, remember what you're doing and why you're doing it. And that's what makes each job so perfect and so special. Yeah. But I think that was kind of a good reassurance. It's also good for you to know that if projects walk away, that that is creating space for better things to flood forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when something uh, that's bigger, it doesn't matter. When something leaves my sphere of work or whatever, I always think there's a reason for that and something else is coming forward that I need this time for. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when you, when you say goodbye to – and also sometimes – it's, it's sometimes a subconscious, not a great fit with a client. Mm-hmm. You know, I always think that subconsciously it's like, maybe it didn't work out because we wouldn't be a great fit because I'm noticing now X amount of too many years down the road doing what I'm doing that now I'm starting to choose. Do I really want to get in, you know, creative bed with this person and right. spend the next year and a half building this house with this family? Mm-hmm. You know, is this something that I want to emotionally get invested in and, it's, it's very interesting now. I'm not saying I get to pick all the time, but yeah. I'm picking a lot more than I used to because I'm realizing how taxing it can be working with people that you don't jive with. And mm-hmm. you go home at night and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, like, how is this my life? <laughs> so, so I think that that's the beautiful thing about word of mouth, less advertising, is that yeah. the right people talk about the right people. Yeah. And then they connect with the right people and you're only ever getting the jobs from the people that get you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, And I like, from my experience, I would just say, keep trusting your collective guts because (laughs) I have never, (laughs) I have never once like gone home after work and been like, Oh, thank God. I'm not there right now. (laughs) Like I'm always like excited to go back to work the next day and work for these people. Cause like everybody I've worked for since I've been working with you guys have been like, incredible people so mm-hmm. yeah like i just say keep doing what you're doing and don't don't force it too much yeah and it's one of those things that's hard in business where you just are always kind of thinking about those things and it's and that's why i think having a team and like how joey balances me very well because when i go through those moments of thinking through those things then i jump in the car and i'm like well, what about this what about that and then joey's just the panda <laughs> and like, dave uh, come here dave <laughs> be okay <laughs> and i get that panda hug that yeah. just kind of like okay all right all right it's all good we're He's in the like, right space put your neck in the car and let's go <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get your unique unique self in here <laughs> <laughs> Come hug a panda. <laughs> we pandas, we a dime a dozen. <laughs> Not anymore. And Joey's, Joey's just like, my butt doesn't fit on this seat, but I don't care. Yep. <laughs> we're gonna get where we're going oh my gosh amazing i but 
this is I this is the the beautiful balance, right? You always have to surround yourself with the beautiful balance because if you yeah. were all like each other, you wouldn't have anything to offer the collective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and that's what I always think about when I'm think surrounding myself with people is like I don't want anyone like me. Because I can't have another Tiffany around here, you know. <laughs> so I, room for one parent. This baby. I, I gotta, yeah, I gotta keep my parent self alone. I need myself a mockingbird and a sparrow, and I yeah. need I need a bunch of other birds in here. So, but I, I do think of that. I'm like, okay, this person, like Sharon, we think very differently, and mm-hmm. it's awesome because she says shit that I would never even think about. I'm like interesting take <laughs> so, um, but that's good I think that yeah. that's great and I'm and I'm glad too because you guys have each other to not only work with and bounce things off of but enjoyment mm-hmm. to show up and enjoy yeah. I mean that you can't beat that you know when you when you get to leave and you get to talk to somebody or you get to bounce things off someone you respect or you get to put your neck in the car with the panda you know <laughs> So what I've what I've learned is we need to start building full homes together. Yeah, the Tiffany crew Ooh. and the Brolos yeah. crew. Yeah, when Actually, the next, magic. When's I the next do, collab? I want to do. You know what I want to do with you guys? Here's my ultimate dream. Get ready okay. for it. Buckle up. So ready. <laughs> I want to do a hotel. Ooh! Wow, that's like, big things. Like a Drake. But, no, but cooler. No. I'm, no, I'm so, it so be, much better than that. It could be like yeah, a motel, like a seedy, like bungalow <laughs> style but motel. Colorful, but colorful. You bring crickets with you. No. <laughs> bring your it, own crickets. UIO <laughs> <laughs> bed bugs. <laughs> every, every room is a different animal, inspired by a different animal. animal yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the penthouse. <laughs> God, I'm going to be in the rat house. No. <laughs> no. Duck house. Duck house. Duck house. The good job, Mark. Quack, quack. Yeah. No more rat, all duck. You're all duck yeah. now. Be in the quack house. Yeah. <laughs> Ayo. I like what you did there. Uh, <laughs> me in the quack. <laughs> I think I just found the video clip that we're going to post right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> quack out. <laughs> A hotel, all right. A hotel. I just think it should be people love experiences, they love beautiful things, and they love color. And there's just there's so much there's so much possibility with public spaces. And restaurants, unfortunately, in my opinion, they can be changed by restaurateurs so quickly because of whatever Mm. like oh there's a big group coming in let's move the tables let's do this whereas a hotel has to be kept up every single day Mm -hmm. and I'm so excited about I would be excited about working on something that gets tended to on the regular Um, Mm. so yeah but also too being able to really build something so spectacularly that stays and each person gets to have their own private experience and it's something that we could just go through room by room 
Mm. So if oh, I ever yeah. get that chance, man, okay, all right, you guys are in. Yeah. Yeah. My mind, my mind just automatically goes to like, sweet, I get to build a bunch of custom stuff for every room. Like, yeah. <laughs> 100%. yes, please. My yeah. room would me? have to be there. I am one hundred percent. But that's but that's what I love, and it's so funny. I um I feel like my work now is is changing so much, and so is my designs. Everything's changing, and I just all I think about when I'm around you guys is. Where were you six years ago when I was like <laughs> dying with my contractors? I'm like, you are killing me. <laughs> we weren't was, ready yet, Tiff. No, you weren't ready yet. No, you weren't. But now you are. And I've got to find something for us because the color club was just like the beginning. Dreams. Was dreams. Hashtag dreams. Yeah. Love that. Hashtag dreams. Well, Tiffany, thank you so much. Thank you so much for who you are to us and who you are to our community. Um, you are somebody that continues to inspire us and bring us joy in our lives. Um, thank you for the positivity that you bring into the world, but thank you for your realness because you've always come across as a very real person. You've shared your hardships and you've shared your successes with people. And that's something that we love and adore about you. Um, thank you for your hugs. Thank you for filling <laughs> us up with your love. Um, and thank you so much for taking this time to hang out with us. This has been so much fun. And I love that it's only part one because part oh, two yeah. is still to come. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, and uh, I, we're, I you know, we're going to cut you off because no, you're going to say something positive about us and you can't just leave it on a positive note about you. And that's another thing I love about you. This is about you and how much we love you, Tiffany Pratt. And go listen to her Incredible podcast. human on this yeah. world. Her podcast is called the Love Jam Podcast. And, uh, uh, highly recommended. Highly recommended. All right. Amazing. God bless. Um, before I try not to say anything positive and nothing about it, um, I just want to ask the drink orders for Mark and Brian because I know it's caramel macchiatos for the boys. But when yeah. I come, are you all caramel macchiatos? We are. I'll take whatever you bring, but. <laughs> <laughs> they do have you know, their own drink orders. I am showing up for I'm showing up for part two with drinks because it's That's my great. thing. So I'll be calling for the drink order. But all told, I mean, my love is laced through this entire podcast, and it stretches far beyond our professional um, admiration for each other. And it's just mm -hmm. human to human. And I think we've said it repeatedly throughout the podcast that. In this life, when you're doing what you do and you do it with your heart, you attract the right people and you surround yourself with them to keep yourself feeling like, you know, you're not alone and you're doing the right thing. And from the moment we met to this moment, you, all of you, bring me so much joy. I couldn't think of anything I wanted to do more than be with you tonight and spend my time seeing your beautiful faces and hearing your voices and laughing with you. And you just, you fill my heart with art so i love you i love you i love you <laughs> we love you we love you we love you we love you i also i also want to say i love my wife so much yes okay let's so take this for ESA moment margaret you can take a few minutes here i just i wouldn't be me without her she does so much for me and my family and the sacrifices that she makes to say something just... about how much you love the color orange Go. Mm, just <laughs> go. Mm. 
<laughs> For real though, she is a saint, and she is. all the stuff that she puts up with, I just, I just have gained such a, an appreciation for her over the last two months. Oh. Have you told her that to her face? Yeah, oh yeah, no, I do it. Okay, good. Hour, good. On the hour. Um, <laughs> it doesn't mean anything anymore. Ryan's <laughs> not wrong, okay? Fucking hyena jumps Ryan. in like a savage. Brian's <laughs> <laughs> not wrong, though, because he's right. You, you got to temper it, like, maybe once a day. <laughs> pillow talk. Pillow talk. Pillow talk. Pillow talk. Love you, babe. You are one of a kind. Or something of the of the sort. Also, I could in, I could interest you in some orange pillows. Hold on, I've got some no orange, no orange. <laughs> Stan's Don't orange. Stay <laughs> the orange a. Hey. Throwing out anything orange. <laughs> it is it's a garbage day today. So all <laughs> going to the curb. Well, at least you know what you're gonna get her. You're gonna get her a whole new patio set. So yeah, exactly. Perfectly, lovely. Well, you to meet your wife and um, and inspire her color club. And, yeah. and to all of you, thank you guys for spending your evening with me because this but I know you're all you all have families and beautiful wives and things that you could be doing other than this with me. So it goes right back to you for your time. So I love you guys. Well, just you was gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't just leave it on a positive note about Tiffany. She's always throwing it back in other people's love. Yeah. Well, we gotta love give you. I love you more. I love you. I love you. More. Oh! you we love you more. We love you. Did you guys? Did you guys? Did you? Hello? Hello, no. Tiffany. Hello. She gone. No, Tiffany. I'm not. Hold on. Hold on. What's wrong? Deleted the audio. Tiffany, come back. Hold on. What did I do wrong? You're still there. Oh. You're still, you're still Nothing. You didn't do anything wrong. You literally open up Zoom again. Right. I think no. it says your meeting should start in a few seconds. Hold on. They don't love you like I love you. Slow down. They don't love you like I love you. Back up. They don't love you like I love you. Step down. They don't love you like I love you. Bring the beat in. Me, I just melt.
Because I hope you have a fabulous evening. <laughs> <Got it. laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, 